Welcome to the Fast Casual QSR Web and Pizza Marketplace Podcast. Good day to everyone listening. I'm here today with Marlon Koch, founder of Menu and Savneet Singh, CEO of PAR. Marlon, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself and about Menu? Sure, absolutely. Uh, thank you for having us. Um, so Menu is uh, an omni-channel e-commerce platform for restaurant brands. Um, so really what we've been building for the past eight years is a single platform that makes it easy for restaurant brands to manage all of the di different digital customer interfaces that they have today. Um, really the, the problem that we've seen in, in the industry is that in the last couple of years, restaurants have had to adopt so many different channels uh, to interact with customers. Um, and customers now have an expectation nowadays to be able to engage and interact through so many different channels um, with, with restaurant brands. And so really what has happened through that is that it's become really, really difficult for restaurant brands to actually manage this. So many different systems that they have to go to to make changes, uh, so many different systems that they need to keep up to date. And this is where, really where Menu is coming in um, to actually consolidate all of that, uh, giving restaurants a single place to manage this, a uh, single place where they can make a change. And it really pushes that out to all the different digital customer interfaces that they have, uh, allowing them to have a single um, and consistent brand experience. Um, so today we work with some of the um, largest restaurant brands uh, internationally from brands like, for example, Burger King um, to Papa John's. Um, and now through, through the acquisition of PAR, uh, very excitingly also um, getting, into, getting into the U.S. market uh, and, and starting to talk to customers there. Um, to myself, I uh, actually founded Menu about eight years ago. And so initially, I actually built the first version of the platform uh, by myself, but then really been working over the last eight years to build out our product and technology team uh, where we count over 100 people today. That's great. Savni, what about you? Tell us a little bit more about yourself and about PAR. Sure. Um, I'll tell the PAR story because it's far more interesting. PAR was founded uh, 55, you know, 56 years ago, uh, originally as an IT services company at DOD, but then uh, PAR is really well known in the restaurant industry as the organization in 1978 that invented the standalone point of sale terminal. Um, the business <clears throat> went public in 1982 with much of that success due to McDonald's basically mandating that every store in the world switch to the PAR POS system at the time. And then I would say uh, for the next 20 or 30 years, PAR unfortunately kind of got stuck as a hardware and services company and not uh, a software business, but to rectify that many years later, uh, at the end of 2014, PAR acquired Brink, which is a cloud first uh, POS product for the enterprise. And that product started to rejigger the enterprise from being a uh, you know, PAR being a hardware and services company to a software business. And really that sort of took hold in 2018 when new management came in and started thinking about this idea of PAR not being a POS company, but in many ways being a platform. So a little bit what, what Marlon talked about, which was unifying all the disparate sources of ordering and data across the restaurant, such that you could give that restaurateur control of their operations again. Because I think one of the unfortunate results of the boom in technology of the restaurant is that the restaurant today really isn't winning. And, and part of the reason they're not winning, even though they've adopted lots of software, is that all these different products weren't ever really meant to work well with each other. They were all built in, in a vacuum or a silo to support, you know, an independent operator and uh, an independent sort of knee, excuse me. And, um, and I think PAR is looking to kind of help put that together and give control of that restaurant back to the operator. Great. Well, let's get into the meat of our podcast today. Tech stacks seem so much more complex in today's modern restaurants than they were five years ago. Why do you think that is? Savneet, if you want to get us started. 
So I think that you know the fundamental um, reason why they're more complicated, and maybe complicated is not the right word, they're just more robust, is that the demands of the end customer have changed. Um, you know, those of us that you know frequent restaurants, we now expect our restaurants to still be the same, you know, look, feel, and experience I have when I go into the restaurant. But I also expect my restaurant to be Amazon.com. I want my restaurant to have delivery. I want my restaurant to have curbside pickup. I want to track the delivery order. I want to be able to order on my phone, online, get loyalty points, uh, all without having one ounce of change in the physical store. And that's a lot for a restaurant. And so restaurants, I think, have rushed technology to solve and, and become digital. But at its core, you know, the, the, the box that they operate out of hasn't really changed in 50 years. And so I think we're at this phase where a lot of technology has been adopted, but gosh, it's become a lot more complicated and harder to work because those those systems aren't connected. And so, as I said, I think our goal is to kind of help connect those systems so that they can take back control. To add to, add to what, what Savnita is saying, um, it's really, there's the expectations of consumers are so much higher and the also the number of challenge, uh, channels that they want to interact with restaurant brands uh, is so much higher, right? So before it used to be easy for restaurants where they used to have a single channel where they was they were actually transacting with the customer, which was the POS, right? When the customer came into the store. And so now you have a mobile application, you have a web application, you have kiosks, you have all these third-party aggregators that you have to connect to. Uh, and so this is where just restaurants have so much more tech within their stack today. And unfortunately, so far, it's, it's been difficult for them to manage, just like they've had now have to do the same action in many, many different places. And the systems really don't talk as well with each other uh, as they should. And so that's actually where, where Menu came from originally, is that actually uh, we used to, like the first product that we built uh, was actually just a mobile application uh, for ordering in restaurants. And so what happened is as we started to sit down with restaurant brands and actually started talking to them about the real challenges that they were having, we noticed like this is not this is not a mobile problem at all. Like the problem is not that they don't have a mobile app, but the problem is they have all these different channels and it's difficult for them to manage. And this is really where where we came in to build this this one single platform that makes it easier for them uh, to to manage their customers, uh, manage their content uh, across all the channels. But I think really what we've seen as well is just there's so much more opportunity out there in the restaurant tech industry today, and so. There's so many more restaurant tech companies nowadays trying to build all sorts of solutions uh, for the restaurant industry. Um, and so through that, of course, restaurants uh, want to be reaping all the benefits of that opportunity and want to be implementing as many solutions as possible. Um, and now this is really where they're facing some of the challenges that, that now we're working uh, with them to, to try to integrate things better together, uh, have better data sharing between the platforms. Um, so they are really able to deliver a consistent and deliver the best possible customer experience. Excellent. You both mentioned unified commerce and integrated tech stacks, and we've been hearing more of that in the restaurant space. What should operators know about unified commerce and how is PAR delivering it? Yeah, sure. Um, so really what we, uh, what we understand as unified commerce is really bringing together all of the different solutions, all the different modules um, that a restaurant needs um, to to be able to operate their business and uh, connecting those uh, well with each other to allow the restaurant brand to, to deliver a great guest experience. Um, and so really what PAR has been uh, really, really great at, uh, and I'm saying that a bit biased, but I'm even saying that prior to, to us getting acquired by PAR is that PAR has really in the last years gone out and um, either built or also acquired um, really best of breed solutions across all of the different verticals in which restaurant need technology solutions today. 
And so um, now with Menu also coming into the picture, um, really our goal is to connect all of these platforms together uh, and really actually enable unique use cases uh, that have not been uh, possible before um, with, uh, without, these, without these platforms being well connected. Um, what that means is that um, things that we're, for example, starting to do now is where uh, restaurants actually, one of their big challenges is managing order flow. Um, so restaurants today, uh, they have all these different channels that orders are coming in from, um, but there's no system to actually regulate um, those orders based on how much capacity they have available within the store, how many employees they have working. Um, and especially uh, through digital channels coming in, um, there's no filter uh, on orders anymore. Um, if you think about it, uh, if you think about like 10 years ago, uh, where restaurants were only taking orders to the POS, um, they kind of had this natural throttling system actually within their restaurant, right? Which was the restaurant queue. Um, there was only so many orders that they could possibly be taking uh, at any given time. Uh, but nowadays, um, I can have the mobile app installed. So you can have the mobile app of the restaurant installed. You can have it installed. And so we can all be placing orders at exactly the same time. Um, but uh, the restaurant is not actually able to manage that load um, all at the same time. And that's leading to employees getting frustrated. It's leading to bad food quality. It's leading to issues with order accuracy. And so something that we're really uniquely positioned uh, to now solve for restaurants is that through having this unified commerce platform, we suddenly know all of the transactions that are happening within a restaurant. And so we're able to use this data to actually uh, throttle um, channels, um, make sure that we're giving the right customer expectations, um, and also make sure that we're helping the restaurant actually and the, the crew members uh, manage uh, the orders as they're coming through. So really overall, the, the goal is really to provide so many of these additional value add use cases and allow, allow restaurants to get more, more value and more opportunity around of the solutions that they're, uh, they already have implemented and the data that they're already collecting. Sevni, what do you think about unified commerce? How is PAR delivering that on your end? I think that the key part of unified commerce is to connect um, the, all the order entry points within the restaurant so that you have a unified view of what's going on in your restaurant. And so the way we're delivering that at PAR is by uh, taking unifying the data between the point of sale system, the online ordering system, the mobile and loyalty system with the rest of the restaurant. And so today I think we can argue that we've got the best of green digital ordering solution and menu, uh, loyalty and CRM and punch and, and POS and Brink. And importantly, we're building them together as one such that we can deliver that unified experience back to our customers. So I think we deliver it by having best of breed products that we're then working very hard to connect and build really unique features on top of. Um, so, you know, one of the beauties of, of having a unified view of your restaurant is that you can then actually, uh, as a technology company, build products on top of that that you couldn't get before in these disparate products. So, you know, as an example, if you now know the sort of you have a one view of your orders and that, that includes everything from your mobile and online orders to your in-store orders, you should be able to then take those orders and dynamically match it to your kitchen capacity and slot and throttle orders and do some really cool stuff like that, where today you're kind of catching up because you've got a different system with online orders, a different one for in-store orders. Uh, and so our way of doing that is what we call as what Marlon talked about, which is unified commerce and, and kind of putting all those core systems together. What are the main factors that signal the high quality of the restaurant tech stack? And what are the biggest gaps in current restaurant technology stacks that brands are managing right now? I'll do the, the latter first, which is, I think, the biggest hole is the lack of unification. I think a lot of organizations have done an incredible job 
getting up the technology curve very quickly. Um, you know, particularly with the pandemic, restaurants were forced to become technology companies so quickly. And I think they did, a, a, you know, an admirable and, you know, I think remarkable job figuring out how to do that really fast. Now, I think the challenge is, well, how do you get all this stuff to work well together? Um, you know, if you make a change to your menus, how do you make sure those those reflect in all your menus? If you make a change in promotions, if you make a change in your customer experience, in, in your in your CMS system, how do you make sure that that flows everywhere? Um, and so I think today it's actually about unifying those systems as opposed to adding more and more systems. And so I think that's by far the biggest hole. Um, you know, there are, there are things that I think every restaurant wish they did better, some wish they had you know, more modern POS, some people wish they had better, you know, configurable online ordering systems. But in the end, I think it's the biggest challenge is unifying them so you can get that value because, you know, in the end, um, you can digitize everything you want, but if they're all, you know, 10 different systems, you can put all that data, plug it into, you know, Snowflake or Braze, you're just hoping that something comes out of that's a value as opposed to sort of having control of that. So I think that's by far the biggest hole that, um, and that's why, that's why we're looking to plug it. Yeah, I definitely agree with what, what Savneet was, was, was saying. And I, I think really that the question that, that restaurants brands should be asking themselves is, are, are the platforms speaking well with each other? And are they, sh are they sharing data well? Because um, really what, we're, what restaurant brands uh, are trying to accomplish is, is this what we're calling a 360 customer view or calling a single customer view, which is that um, today, a single consumer, uh, you'll be using the mobile application one day, um, you'll be in the office the next day and want to use the web application to place an order at the same restaurant brand. And the next day you'll be in the store and you want to use the kiosk to order, right? Just simply because that's the most convenient for you. And so restaurant brands really need the ability to actually identify that same consumer across all the different channels. Um, so they're able to deliver a personalized experience, um, be that showing the same payment methods, no matter which channel I'm, I'm, I'm using to order, um, showing me the same loyalty program, the loyalty points that I have, the rewards that I have on my account, and also being able to deliver me uh, personalized recommendations. Um, and so really like that's, that's what a high quality restaurant tech stack uh, is able to do by really connecting all of these different data sources together uh, and delivering value on top of that. And this is really where, where Menu and Par um, are, are coming together um, to, to create this data sharing, um, to create this single customer profile um, um, across all the channels. I think something that brands need to be looking at as well is that um, we we're talking about before about how how restaurant tech stacks have gotten so much more complex in, in the last five years. I think the question we should be asking ourselves is what is it going to look like five years from now, uh, right? Because uh, really, actually, we're only getting started and there's so many, many more channels that we're going to see added. Um, consumers are going to expect to order through their Apple Watch uh, for, uh, for food. They're going to expect to be able to order uh, through smart glasses uh, to, to get their food. They're going to they're gonna want to order through Snapchat. And so really something that restaurant brands need to be looking at right now is making sure that they have an open and extensible platform. So as these new channels are coming up, um, they shouldn't be scrambling trying to find a new system that they now have to, have to implement to enable this yet another new channel, but it should really be as simple as turning on a switch uh, where they can immediately show their menu, show their offering on that new channel, or they can have an open API where um, any other third party can actually come uh, and can build on top of their existing platform to, to enable that for them. What is the perception that restaurant owners have toward technology adoption today and moving forward? Sabine, if you want to start. So I think the, the, the thing holding restaurants back from, from adoption is, is generally, um, you know, one of a couple buckets. I think one bucket is, you know, the question of, hey, can my infrastructure handle this? Um, you know, all technology can be uh, additive, but in the short run, it can be disruptive when you 
when you go live, you're teaching your team members and crew members how to operate differently. You're potentially giving your guests a new workflow to, to how you connect with your, your brand. And so I think there's just a little bit of like, you know, gosh, this is, this is a big thing. Maybe, maybe I, I push this off, but you know, you know, I think in reality, we don't see a lot of that. You know, we see most brands understanding how important technology is. They, they see how those restaurant organizations that have invested in technology have outperformed. You know, if you were to look at the large restaurant organizations that have done the best in the, over the last, you know, three, four, five, ten 10 years, you know, you're, you're talking Starbucks and Chipotle and, and, and others. And, and, you know, the one sort of correlate they all have is that they've invested a lot in technology. And so I think there's less of that, but that's probably the one reason you, there is a fear of, Hey, I'm going to change everything. You know, how do I get used to that? And so I do think that's a, that's the one uh, impediment we do have. Yeah. I would, I would add to that uh, saying that um, something that we've seen, especially at the, at the start of the, the pandemic is that uh, things had to go very quickly, right? Um, restaurants immediately had to adopt some kind of a, for example, digital ordering solution, because that was really what, what, what they had to do for, for their business to be able to survive. And so um, definitely, definitely that kind of a, um, that, that helped to like change the mindset towards like, this is definitely the future, right? And restaurants need to, need to adopt technology. They need to continue adopting technology. But what we're seeing happen now is that um, restaurant brands are also, they're reconsidering some of the technology decisions that they've made. And they're really thinking about, is the decision that I took uh, one and a half, two years ago, is that still the right decision uh, for me for, for the next years? Or is, 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 is that something that I need to be thinking about right now? Um, and so they're really thinking about like, is, is this future proof uh, in five years time with all the new channels that are going to come? Like, am I still going to be able to support my business on the same system? And so um, that's really where we're working um, closely with, with our customers um, uh, to, to, to show them that and to show them uh, how menu is really going to be able to support them moving forward and really what they need to be looking uh, for in, in a tech stack and a tech solution in general uh, to make sure that they're set up for success. Menu's acquisition by PAR technology, how is it going to affect PAR's business and solution portfolio as well as current customers? Well, I think, um, I, you know, I think it's, it's in, in many ways in benefit to our customers, but in, in other ways, it was in response to our customers asking us to, to do this. Um, you know, we spent, you know, I don't know if it was a year and a half or two years, you know, looking across the world to find a solution for our, our customers. Um, and, and, and again, I think a lot of this was, that they were suffering from the problems we talked about. They were suffering from, you know, I've got a different solution here and a different one there, and I got a different menu here and a different, you know, store identifier there and a different customer here. How do I, how do I get this stuff to connect? And in that push from our customers really was what what us let us stumble upon menu. And, and so I think overnight our customers now have an option um, to have a digital ordering solution that's beautiful, configurable, and connects into and then I think, you know, next year they'll see that as those systems connect. The POS, the loyalty, and all ordering become one system. Uh, the value that they can ascribe from that and pull from that is is enormous. And I think that's really what what's gotten you know the, the customers excited today is that it's not just about that we can give an amazing solution that's configurable, that's that's in, in their control, that's in many ways cheaper total cost of ownership. It's what we can deliver them tomorrow once all those systems connect. And as Marlon mentioned, um, you know, no restaurant CIO should be thinking about gosh, you know, this is my, I'm solving today's problem. You know, they need to be thinking about solving tomorrow and, and you know, year two, three, four, five's problem because the amount of innovation, it will be endless. And so you want to make sure that your foundation can adapt to that as opposed to having to change every few years. What are the newest and most recognized technology solutions that are available after this acquisition that restaurants can benefit from? Marlon, you want to grab that? Yeah, of course. Um, so, 
what we're what we're doing right now is that um, the the menu stack that we already have, um, we're we're starting to to offer that uh, in in the U.S. market, and and together together with Par, uh, working on integrating it to to all the existing Par products, and really working working to integrate that with uh, with with Par customers. But um, really, uh, what is what is what is interesting is everything that's going to come on top of that, as as Savneet was saying. So uh, we do already have very very robust uh, digital ordering solutions. We can provide a really great user experience across channel for restaurant brands um, very quickly. But now it's really like, taking the next step on top of that and and like realizing some of the unified commerce use cases that we were talking about before uh, to to create really a very unique product that's um, leveraging data that, that hasn't been available and, and possible before uh, in the industry. Um, I think one of the funny things to, to also go back to the question from before is that um, PAR and Menu actually always had the same uh, vision when it comes to unified commerce. Um, it's funny that when I, uh, when I first started talking uh, with, with Subneed is like, um, we we really didn't spend any time trying to convince each other of like this is where where the restaurant industry was going to come uh, where it was going to go and like this was a problem that restaurant operators were facing today um, and so this is what really also makes this this combination unique is that um, we were both going in the same direction already uh, and now by coming together we're able to continue going down that same path uh, but we're able to do so 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 much faster right um, menu would have to had uh, would have otherwise had to build a lot of the solutions that par already has today and par would have had to go and, and build many of the solutions that menu already has today and so we're just um, we're seeing that that restaurants need a solution uh, right now and this is really what inspired us uh, to come together let's let's not wait a couple of years to make this happen but Let's make this happen in, in a couple of months and let's deliver a solution that, that helps uh, restaurants address some of the challenges that they're having today. Savneet, any final words? You know, I think that in the end, technology needs to be an enabler and, and, and service to its customer. And, you know, we can all, you know, Marlon and myself including can get lost in sort of talking about how technology is going to change the world. But in the end, um, you know, food is still people business. And I think at par, one of the things that we really care about is that our customers are happy. And so... The way I love to sell is, hey, I think we've got the best technology in the world. I think we've got the best people in the world. But in the end, we understand that it's it's making sure you're a franchisee, your customer, people that touch your brand and your food that, that really matter. And and making sure we don't lose sight of that in, 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 in this sort of front of intense technology, we want to make sure that we never lose sight of that. And so we do our best to make sure that's still the most important thing. Excellent. To learn more about the Partech suite of solutions or to schedule a demo of any of the Par family of products, please visit www.partech.com. That's www.partech.com. Thanks for being with us today, Sydney, Marlon. Thank you for your time. Thank you for having us. Thank you. That'll do it. And we'll catch you in the next podcast. Thanks so much. Thank you.